Hello, sunshine. I'm Maria. And my name is Rory, and we are the hosts of the IELTS Speaking for Success podcast, the podcast that aims to help you improve your speaking skills as well as your listening skills along the way. We started this podcast to bring a smile onto your face and give you gorgeous grammar and high-level words for your high IELTS score. Rory, your hair is getting grey. Yeah, it's greyer than it was before. I feel like I belong in a museum. <gasps> museum. Hmm. Let's talk about museums. It's another coincidence. On this podcast, yes. In speaking part one, they can ask you questions about museums. Do you like to visit museums? Um, actually, not overly so. Um, I just suppose it might be a fun idea for a date, uh, but I wouldn't go there as part of a hobby or something like that. I think they're a bit boring and and dull, to be honest with you. It's not exactly something that I would enjoy doing just by myself. How often do you go to museums? <laughs> like I said, um. And not really very often. Um, I'm not the biggest history buff these days, uh, although I used to be. Um, so I think I went to the, um, the last museum was probably in Volgograd or something like that. Um, but I usually prefer books these days. Like I said, um, I'm not a big fan of museums at all, to be honest with you. Are there many museums in your hometown? Um, actually, yes, there's loads. Um, there's this old jute mill called the Verdant Works, which showcases how um, well fabric was produced back in the Victorian era. Um, and then on the subject of the, the Victorian era, there's the, I think it's the RMS Discovery, which is uh, an Antarctic exploration ship, which was captained by, well, Captain Scott. It was recovered from Antarctica after they got stranded there. So it's a museum now. And there's loads of more besides that, um, but that's not such a surprise because it's the fourth largest city, so a concentration of museums is to be expected. When was the last time you visited a museum? Um, well, I said it was Volgograd there, but actually I just realised that after that I went to the State Historical Museum with my friend Lena in... Um, well, it, the State Historical Museum is in Russia, and I think it was about two years ago now, actually. It was... It was a very um, poignant experience. On the inside, there are loads and loads of pictures and portraits of um, monarchs long since past, for example, and members of the royal family and the, um, well, the aristocracy in general, really. Um, and the ones that were of the last uh, royal family in Russia were quite, uh, they had quite an emotional impact because, of course, you understand what happened to them. Uh, but on the flip side, it was also kind of entertaining because there were translations from Russian to English um, on the plaques next to them. And that was quite funny because of all the mistranslations that had happened. And to be honest with you, it was really, they were really silly mistranslations. Like, if I had been asked to do the translations, I wouldn't have made those mistakes. Did you visit museums when you were a child? We used to go to the Natural History Museum quite often. Um, and in Scotland, when you're younger, I think it's the same everywhere, to be honest, um, you have school trips to different museums. So I talked about the Verdant Works before um, when I was talking about the museums in our hometown. There was lots of um, excursions there, I suppose. So yeah, it was definitely a much more common experience when I was younger. Now it's not so much because I have less time and uh, different things to do with that time. Do you think museums are important? Um, well, for me... 
personally as an individual know, but they're important storehouses for artefacts and good places to display various exhibits, and they hold a lot of our nation's sort of cultural treasures as well. So while they aren't important to me now that I'm a grown-up, um, with a job and different interests, um, they are like key treasure troves um, to whatever nation they belong to as a whole. Um, particularly if you talk about children, that's why they exist, to impart this knowledge to the kids. Thank you, Rory, for your treasure answers. Hopefully they will be treasured and they don't belong in a museum. We're going to have a museum of super words and grammar. Rory, would you like to have, like, a Rory Museum? The Museum of Rory, huh? I think that would be the smallest museum in the world. No, we're going to have this uh, Are you solution, filming me? Solution have you got shower. a license for that camera? Oh, my God. Uh, Sorry. Dear listener, we are getting distracted. Vani is here sitting on the floor uh, filming. And, uh, yes, and I'm asking, Rory's asking Rory, if you've got a license. Yes, so, if, you had, if we had uh, the Museum of Rory, so the solution shower would be there. Your pajamas, your black pajamas would be there. Your bottles of whiskey. What else? I your don't books. have bottles of whiskey. I have oh, like yeah. one. Okay, and I, one. Don't, I haven't a- opened a- it because bottle. I don't drink whiskey. Okay, what else would be there? Uh, your museum. I don't know. Like, I'm not very Your backpack. Your uh, battered yeah, the, backpack. You can see from the examples that you're coming out with now that I'm Ooh, really what, boring. What about, that, uh, what about um, all the cans of energy drinks? So different <laughs> cans of energy if drinks. We, if we, if we had all of the cans of energy drinks that I have drunk in my entire life yeah. in the museum, we could just make the museum out of them. Yes, so the Museum of Rory's uh, energy drink The Museum cans. of Rory destroying his heart, basically. Wow. Oh, that's really sad now that I think about it. So the examiner won't know if there is this uh, muse- the Museum of Rory. They so won't know you- if you have a heart either. <laughs> they, w- they would hope you do. You can say, hmm, I often go to the Museum of Rory. <laughs> okay, anyway, now Rory, you've mentioned the historical museum, right? And historical uh, museums can also be like local museums, um, archaeological museums, folk, uh, military museums, science museums, war museums. Yes. Can you spell archaeological? No. <laughs> I probably could. I, I can spell that. it. If, do you know, there must be a word for this phenomenon. That, do you know when you can spell a word, but you can only spell it while you're writing it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can spell most words just by saying mm-hmm. them, but like some words like archaeology, I'd need to write out. Mm-hmm. There must be a word for that. Yes, dear listener, so if you feel bad that you can't spell words in English, it's okay. Native speakers can't spell words in their mother tongue. I can spell the words, I just can't spell it without a pen and paper. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm joking. You're so mean to me. I'm nice and sweet, aren't I? Okay, museums. So museums can also be local, fascinating, public, private. And, um, Rory, you said a nice one... I'm not the best history buff. Well, I'm not a big history buff anymore. A big, yes. I'm not the biggest history buff. The biggest buff. history. <laughs> yeah, but a buff. I used to be. A buff. What history is it? A buff. buff. History buff is someone that knows a lot about history. Well, you can be a history buff or a science buff. That kind of thing. Usually it's history buff. That's the collocation. Oh, but can I, can I be a films buff? Mm-hmm. And when you talk about museums, um, we say we go to museums or we go to a museum. Do we need an article or no article? Well, you go to a museum, but you go to museums, plural. Okay. Visit museums? Um, yeah. 
And if you've only got one museum in your hometown, which is highly likely, most hometowns are not like mine, they maybe have one or even zero museums, then you would say visit the museum because there's only one in the universe that is your hometown. But when you give the name of your favorite museum, you should use the definite article. For example, Rory said, the Natural History Museum. Because there's only one. Yeah, the museum. <laughs> the museum. At a museum or in a museum? Both are possible. If you're using museum as an adjective, then it, you don't need an article. Like, museum at collection. museum exhibits, for example. Mm. But that's like, well, that would be like band nine level article control. Ooh. Because most people would just say the museum exhibits. And that's correct. It's just not very common. A museum exhibit. Well, or the. It doesn't matter. Mm. But you could say at museum exhibits to speak generally. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're talking about grammar. We need to talk more about museums. And the kind of experiences you have there. So talking about grammar is boring, but a museum can be a poignant experience. Yeah, what is it disappointment? So... It's actually not very positive, unfortunately. It just means, like, um, it's something that causes you to feel very sad about something. So if you see pictures of the old Russian royal family, you feel sad because at the time they were having their portrait taken, they didn't know they were all going to be horribly murdered by communists. So that wasn't very nice. Or if you go to the Museum of Titanic, you can experience this uh, poignant... Poignant? Poignant. 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 P-O-I-G-N-A-N-T. Oh, look at him. Uh, see, I he can spell that word. Words. I can't Bravo. spell archaeology, but I, I can spell the word poignant. Yes, you guys. So make sure that you do know what your favorite museum is. And then you do know how to talk about your feelings as well. Yeah, inside <laughs> this museum. In general. For example, while speaking about uh, his favorite museum, Rory used a very specific vocabulary, like old jute mill, fabric, Victorian era. Wow. Yeah, you can have a Victorian era, the Roman era. If you're from Russian, you could talk about the Romanov era. Sorry, we keep circling back to the royal family, Um, but that's fine. The communist era, um, the current era, whatever that's being called, post-communist era. Um, And then... um, well, it's just used, an era is a different period of time that's dominated by a particular idea or group of people. And then you talked about artifact, fact, facts, facts, artifact, facts. Artifacts <laughs> are artifacts. usually old things, like old objects, which are connected with a particular period. Because in a museum we have exhibitions. And like exhibits. An, yeah, like mm. an art exhibition, right? And you see exhibits. So they are basically objects which are being exhibited. Oh, God. Which are being shown. Exhibits. And museums hold our nation's treasures. Cultural treasures. Cultural treasures. So, obviously, treasure is something that pirates have, and it's very valuable. Cultural treasure, (laughs) on the other hand, is something that is very important to a nation's culture. So, for example, if we talk about... um, Well, we talk about Scotland. We have the Stone of Destiny. Oh, yes. That's the thing that all the Scottish kings are crowned on. And that is an important cultural treasure, because without it, we don't know who the king is. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Amongst they, they other things, king. it's like... They connected. have a king in Scotland now, Well, it's more egalitarian now. We have a queen. How old is the queen? That is a very good question. She's old. If um, a person is very old, you can say they're ancient. That's why at the beginning of the episode, Rory, what did you say about yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing positive. (laughs) 
I said that your face is getting you gray. You said my hair's getting gray, and I say I belong in a museum because we're so because I'm so old. Some people say the royal family belongs in a museum because it's a very old institution, oh, but okay. I disagree. So if if I say like I belong to a museum, it means like I'm very old. I belong in a museum. In you, a oh, museum. actually, that's a good point. You can belong to a museum in terms of being a member of um, staff or a society. There. Yeah. So you need to be careful with that. Oh right. It's belong in a museum. I belong in a museum. Well, you don't. But I do. Right. You're young Rory, and Rory I'm belongs dying. in a museum, so he's old or he's very old, he's ancient, okay? Yeah, Pomerayo. No, oh, come on, stop drinking those energy drinks. I can't help it, it's a problem. Okay. Um, hypnosis could solve all your problems. Okay, we are going off on a tangent here. Okay, You're sorry. not. You just spent uh, the last minute talking about, like, talking to yourself. I'm waiting here for you to finish. Okay, okay. right. Uh, you guys. So we have uh, exhibitions in museums and also we have collections of something. So a museum can hold a collection of... Things? Artifacts? Don't say things. Say artifacts. artifacts objects. Yeah, artifacts. But it can also hold treasures or be a treasure trove. Which is another Ooh. kind of collection. What is a trove? A trove. It's a collocation, treasure trove. It just means, well, a place where the treasure is. Give us a sentence, please. An example with this trove thing. No. <laughs> I can't think of one. No, you said like, uh, there are key treasure troves. Yeah, like it was a, like, for example, yeah, there we go. The Russian State Historical Museum is a real treasure trove of art from the pre-revolutionary period. Yes, And bravo. you can use that in your speaking test if they ask you about art or Ooh. revolutions, which is unlikely, but, you know, it can happen. <laughs> no, they won't ask you about revolutions, come on. They will ask you about museums. And, Rory, when you went to this museum, you had fun with translations, and translations were written on plaques. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word, to be honest with you. Maybe placard is a better one. But basically what I meant was these small squares that are under um, pictures or exhibits or whatever is there that explain what the thing is. I'm pretty sure it's a... I'm, I would call it a plaque, but you could call it a placard or an information card if you want it to be very boring. But this is a very specific word that you can use. Like, I always read plaques. I always read information on plaques. Yes. Now, Rory, I have a quiz for you. Are you ready? A pop quiz on this podcast. There's a pop quiz. Da, 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 da. Right, so I give you the city, the name of the city, and you give me the museum. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. Paris. Wait. That's the name of the city, but there's lots of museums give, in Paris. Okay, okay. Once again, so I give you the name of the city and you give me the name of the museum. Paris, go. The Louvre. Bravo. New York. Um, the Guggenheim? No. Oh, um, what else is there? Metro. Oh, the Metropolitan. Museum of Arts. Well done. But the uh, Guggenheim London. is also... Oh, no. Keep going. London. Natural History Museum. Um, one more. In London? Yes, The Science London. Museum. No. Why? The British Museum. Oh, well, there's a science museum there too. Yeah, but the British Everybody Museum. Everybody knows about the, the British Museum. Right, St. Petersburg. Um, uh, oh, the Hermitage. Yes, the State Hermitage Museum. We're going Amsterdam. There. Amsterdam, there's, a, there's the Sex Museum. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Sex Museum in Amsterdam. I have been there. It's not very good. I'm sorry if you're looking to what learn anything. What did you see there, Rory? Let's talk about it. Nothing terribly interesting. <laughs> It was all stuff that I knew about already, so I don't really... I think it was a tourist trap, to be honest with you. Ah, a museum can be a tourist trap. 
which means that it's designed just to get tourists in. It doesn't actually do anything of any note. And that's what the sex... Well, in my opinion, that's what the sex museum in Amsterdam does. People can disagree with me, but I didn't find it a particularly uh, enlightening experience. Hmm. Did you read all the information on Plex? Um, I think that was about the only thing my eyes could look at that was vaguely interesting. <laughs> so you guys, if you are in Amsterdam, don't go to the sex museum. There's a nice palace in the middle of the city that everyone could go to. And on that note, <laughs> the sex museum might not be interesting, but our sexy vocabulary... Oh yes, we have we do have some sexy vocabulary on museums. Which is a phrase that you never thought you would say, but there you go. Oh, sexy vocabulary. I like it. No, yeah. sexy vocabulary about museums. We've said Se- the word sexy, sex se- about 300 times. <laughs> sexy museum vocabulary. There you go. But anyway, everyone enjoy your enjoy our museum of vocabulary. Thank you very much for listening. For more updates on the podcast and Rory's private life, mm, follow us on Instagram and Telegram. Success with IELTS. Bye. Bye. Do you like to visit museums? Um, actually, not overly so. Um, I just suppose it might be a fun idea for a date, uh, but I wouldn't go there as part of a hobby or something like that. I think they're a bit boring and, and dull, to be honest with you. It's not exactly something that I would enjoy doing just by myself. How often do you go to museums? <laughs> like I said, um, I'm not really very often. Um, I'm not the biggest history buff these days, uh, although I used to be. Um, so I think I went to the, um, the last museum was probably in Volgograd or something like that. Um, but I usually prefer books these days. Like I said, um, I'm not a big fan of museums at all, to be honest with you. Are there many museums in your hometown? Um, actually, yes, there's loads. Um, there's this old jute mill called the Verdant Works, which showcases how um, well fabric was produced back in the Victorian era. Um, and then on the subject of the, the Victorian era, there's the, I think it's the RMS Discovery which is uh, an Antarctic exploration ship, which was captained by, well, Captain Scott. It was recovered from Antarctica after they got stranded there, so it's a museum now. And there's loads of more besides that, um, but that's not such a surprise because it's the fourth largest city, so a concentration of museums is to be expected. When was the last time you visited a museum? Um, well, I said it was Volgograd there, but actually I just realised that after that I went to the State Historical Museum with my friend Lena in, um, well, it, the State Historical Museum is in Russia, and I think it was about two years ago now, actually. It was it was a very um, poignant experience. On the inside there are loads and loads of pictures and portraits of um, monarchs long since past, for example, and members of the royal family and the... Um, well, the aristocracy in general, really. Um, and the ones that were of the last uh, royal family in Russia were quite... Uh, they had quite an emotional impact because, of course, you understand what happened to them. Uh, but on the flip side, it was also kind of entertaining because there were translations from Russian to English um, on the plaques next to them. And that was quite funny because of all the mistranslations that had happened. And to be honest with you, it was really... They were really silly mistranslations, like... If I had been asked to do the translations, I wouldn't have made those mistakes. Did you visit museums when you were a child? We used to go to the Natural History Museum quite often. Um, and in Scotland, when you're younger, I think it's the same everywhere, to be honest, um, you have school trips to different museums. So I talked about the Verdant Works before um, when I was talking about the museums in our hometown. There was lots of um, 
excursions there, I suppose. So yeah, it was definitely a much more common experience when I was younger. Now it's not so much because I have less time and uh, different things to do with that time. Do you think museums are important? Um, well, for me personally, as an individual, no. But they're important storehouses for artifacts and good places to display various exhibits. And they hold a lot of our nation's sort of cultural treasures as well. So while they aren't important to me now that I'm a grown-up um, with a job and different interests, um, they are like key treasure troves um, to whatever nation they belong to as a whole. Um, particularly if you talk about children. That's why they exist, to impart this knowledge to the kids. Thank you.